Yo, 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 you tuning in to the Notion Podcast. This is your boy, Dizzy D. Spill, and you already know we are back with another episode of Cleaning Up the Culture. This is also part of the series that I have going on with the question of, are black people in America sick? And just to do a quick recap, um, I talked about generations versus generations. I also talked about, you know, how we build friendships and how we value them and and maintain them. And um, basically, the question came because, of course, I had some conversations with some of my brothers and a few of my sisters about what is going on in our community. And I do believe that we are sick. Now, that doesn't mean that we are carrying this crazy virus or something like that. But I mean, we are sick when it comes to the way that we're doing things mentally. Um, There's good news. I think there's a cure. And I think the things that some of us are already doing and things that I want to elaborate on in this series, if those things are done, I think we can be okay. I think I think we will be okay. We just have to apply more effort. Um, ah, this thing is going on with my nose is itching again, man. I don't know what's going on. Um, but the sickness, like I said, it's something that we've inherited. It's not our fault. Um, it is our fault if we keep perpetuating the drama, but it's not our fault. Uh, we didn't get here by ourselves. Um, our ancestors didn't go through they go through what they went through because they just chose to want to be that way or chose to struggle the way they've had to. But this topic, I think, is always been controversial. It's always just been a headache, depending on who you're talking to and who's having the conversation. Dating and courting. Now. There's so many moving parts to this conversation, but I just want to touch on some things that um, are important. I'm not going to give you stats and statistics. I thought about doing the whole, I'll say, traditional YouTube route where, you know, 30 percent of this and 80 percent of this and all these percentages. uh, I'm not going to do that today. I might do that for another video, but I know that black Americans can relate. Um, when I when I start to talk about some of the things I'm about to talk about, but I I don't need the stats for this because we all know what's going on. We all know what's going on in our community. We damn sure don't need nobody that's not in our community trying to give us some stats that may be true, but are definitely not the solution for our issues. So with dating and courting, I'm just gonna say it. Who taught you, young African Americans, middle aged African Americans? Uh, millennials, how who who taught you dating and courting? Who taught you those things? Who taught you how to do it, when to do it? The reason why I pose this question is because as I've gotten older and more the more conversations I have with my peers, I come to find out that a lot of us was not taught to court. We were not taught the things that will help us find a mate maintain the relationship deal with problems and and have understandings remember we talked about friends and stuff like that I am learning that 
I used to think for a long time, well, man, is it just me or because I wasn't taught those things? No offense to my family, no offense to my parents. But the reality is, is our culture has not taught our young people on how to properly court somebody and how to treat each other when courting and dating and being in a relationship and getting to a relationship and then hopefully engagement and marriage. We've been taught in our community that school is important. Keep your face in the books. Um, now we have Facebook. And the problem with that concept is, is yes, you can be highly educated, but are you emotionally intelligent? Can you maintain relationships with people? This is why these conversations are important. Um, to be honest, I was not told, hey, you know, I was not taught. And I'll just use myself as an example so we don't have to worry about anybody feeling attacked. I was not taught certain things. I was not taught like, OK, you know, when you date a girl, you do. I kind of watched. I, I, I would watch my, my parents interact and I'd watch my uh, older brother interact because he got married really young and, and started having kids and maybe a couple things I seen on TV which you really don't want to get your game and a lot of your knowledge on on TV but what happens is is in our culture when we don't teach our children the simple things that they're gonna the inevitable things that they're going to experience um, we're kind of leaving them to swim alone when, without any lessons on how to swim and then we want to get amnesia when we get older and be like, I taught you that or somebody said something. No, you didn't. You didn't. So when I pose the question of who taught you, um, that's something that we have to sit down with our kids and explain to them what's going on. Not just the birds and the bees because their body is developing, but we need to help them understand. OK, listen. This is when you should date somebody. Instead of putting a number on it as far as age, we should probably put the type of mentality and responsibilities they've been able to maintain on when when the youth should date. I've heard things when I was coming up and even things to this day where it's like, oh, no, they can't have a boyfriend or girlfriend until they're 16 or until they're 18. Well, there's a lot of 16 year olds and 18 year olds that are really, really immature and make really, really bad decisions um, that a 12 year old wouldn't make. Or an 11 year old wouldn't make. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that you should let your children date any younger. If you have an age on it, fine. But up until that age, we should be teaching our children the, co the, the, the correct way to approach dating in a relationship. And I'm going to focus for a minute on the men and the women with um, with with young men is what I meant to say. We have to teach our young men to have respect for young ladies, even the ones that don't have respect for themselves. I know that's a hard conversation to have on social media because people feel like they invite energy and I'm get, and I'll get there. I will get there. But as of right now, we should be teaching our young men to respect um, these young ladies out here, especially if they have younger sisters and younger cousins that they've grown up and played played with and stuff like that, because I'm pretty sure they wouldn't want to see their sister or their cousins or their or female friends that they go to school with to be treated um, in a disrespectful light and in a disrespectful manner. So we have to teach these young men to respect them, but we also have to teach these young men to respect themselves. And I'm not just talking about image. I'm not talking about the way you dress and, and things of that nature. Yeah, you should you should dress in a way that you know is respectful for whatever the event is for but i also believe that we have to do a better job with um 
how people address them and how to address people. Sometimes when you address people in an ignorant way, you're kind of disrespecting yourself too, because you're letting everybody in the room know that you're ignorant. You don't have any manners. You don't, you, you don't have any understanding. You don't have any emotional intelligence. You can't read the room. And those things are not always, uh, okay. You know, so they're never really okay to be honest, but we have to do a better job teaching our young men how to carry themselves and how to approach these young ladies. You know, I, if I could go back in time at the age I'm at now and sit my parents down, I would tell them to teach this young man this. We also have to do a better job embracing these young people when they start to want relationships and when they want to start dating and and they want to start sharing the love that they've hopefully witnessed growing up between grandparents and parents and and then things of that nature they're only emulating and understanding what they see so we have to make it very very clear and we have to do a good job of setting an example of what they see so sit your boys down and tell them hey if you do have an interest in somebody And we feel that you are ready for that because of how you've maintained your behavior. Tell us, tell us so we can meet the parents if you're all if you're already getting to that point. So and and that's the other thing, too, when when you're letting these young teenagers and these young 20 year olds and and uh, they start getting in these relationships, we that's not the time where we want to not be interested because you don't know what kind of influence those parents may have on your child. And vice versa. So you want to make it clear. You want to make it open. You want to get ahead of it. Like, hey, I'm such and such mom or hey, I'm such and such as dad. And yeah, apparently these these little ones got some puppy love going on here. What are we going to do about this? You know, but we can't act like it's not there and it's never going to exist. I know parents don't want to think about their children um, uh, practicing sex and, and things of that nature. But that's not. That's not all to a relationship. If you make it about that as a parent, just for the record, if you make it about them dating just as far as a physical thing, then you're doing a bad job teaching because that's not all a relationship is 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 um, about. That's not the only thing surrounding the relationship. It's problem solving. It's understanding. It's working together. It's communication. It's trust. It's honor. But if you make it a physical thing, then you can't get mad when they run around here doing physical things because you're avoiding the conversation that comes with that type of responsibility because a relationship is a responsibility. So who taught you is important and we need to do a better job with teaching. We need to, we just need to, um, morals. I think in our culture, we don't take enough time to, to, like I said, talk to the youth and share our morals. Um, when we share our morals with each other, I don't think it should be a competition. I don't think the competition could be, well, my morals are more stronger than yours or your morals are too way more strict than mine. I think we should get an understanding of why they're that way and how they can maybe be maybe be helpful in the relationship. We do a lot of judging and it's crazy because the thing that we don't want other cultures to do to us, we have a tendency to do to each other in every type of relationship we have, whether it's children versus parents whether it's spouse and spouse whether it's sibling and sibling and friend and friend and business versus business or team player versus team player like we have to cut that out morals 
what are your morals? These are my morals. Um, how do you feel about your morals? How do you feel about my morals? Um, do you think that some of my morals would help you? Do you think that, do I believe that some of your morals would help me? We have to have these conversations and we have to share these things with each other to grow. We are not in a position where we can just keep writing each other off because we're not entirely on the same page. And I also will say we don't have enough success to risk the success that we have um, jeopardizing what we've worked hard for. So it's you're in between a rock and a hard place in that conversation. I just think that there should be more conversation. When I get on social media now and I do uh, look at things on YouTube or dating shows or people's reviews and TikToks, it seems like it's not intentional and it seems like people are not trying to get a better understanding of each other. And that is why there's so many people that are single. That's why there's so many people that are unhappy. And that's why there's so many people that lack a lot of understanding because they're not trying to. People are trying to execute a goal or they're trying to get to the next page on something. And um, that that's not going to work. We have to get an understanding. And morals is a great way to get an understanding of a person and why they think the way that they think. Um classism I I struggle with the classism that we have in our culture when it comes to dating because we don't really have an agreement as a collective on what class that we're in we base our class as a culture on excuse my French the shit that we have and that's unacceptable uh, just because you have a, a Gucci or a Birkin bag or just because you grew up in the hood and uh, um, she grew up uh, over here or vice versa, we need to do a better job of understanding the damages that classism has on our culture. At the end of the day, as African-Americans, it doesn't matter what class you're in, depending on how somebody feel about you, they will put a label on you regardless of what your label says. If your label says, hey, I grew up in a decent neighborhood and yeah, I listen to Young Jeezy and Nipsey Hussle from time to time, but I carry myself correctly. I speak proper English and things of that nature. If you run into somebody that is not black and they just not feeling you or they just don't like black people, guess what label you're getting regardless of what you worked hard for or what your parents worked hard for. Bingo. It's exactly what you're going to be labeled as. Yep. And you don't have to believe me. You can just live life. Keep live. Keep living. When I say the things I say, keep right on living. But the class is important to me because I've seen it all. I've seen people that have grew up in the most ghetto, violent way possible, carry their self way more immature, way more respectful than people that never even had to witness the things that this person on the other on the other hand has had to live through so i think we have to do a better job of understanding each other we've had this conversation every month about who you should date based off of income and i'll tell you that money does matter income does matter but that's not what matters in the end. 
What matters in the end is who's going to stand or sit next to you, regardless of the storm. Everything that we obtain or inherit can be taken from us, can be taken from us straight up. Some of the stories in the Bible, and I'm not going to get into it too much because I don't want to argue about religion. It's crazy the type of faith that some of the people in the Bible had to have when it comes to what they've endured. I mean, I my faith gets challenged a lot. Um, My character gets challenged a lot because of the world that we live in. But I'm here to tell you, um, you have to understand that you don't if you really want something great you can't just write everything off based off of the list that you have i grew up like this he grew up like that or i grew up like this (laughs) she grew up like that have a conversation get understanding from each other i know some people that i can't stand the way they talk they talk ghetto and they they don't it's just wow in the wrong settings okay like but they're way more intelligent than somebody that appears to be. That's why we have to have a better conversation and a better understanding of each other. I've seen people act ignorant, the most ignorant we can be, all the stereotypes, but they're probably the smartest person in the room when I've went certain places with them as far as in their intellect. And people wouldn't know that because of what's on the outside. So, yeah, we have to do a better job of of carrying ourselves better. I will say that. But we also have to do a better job of not being quick to classify somebody or put somebody in a certain class because of what you personally think. Because we don't know how many opportunities we're missing on when it comes to the right partner. Um, we let social media, we let daytime TV and and, and all these different relationship gurus tell you what's good for you and what's not when they're not with you every day. So they don't know. They, they, they don't know. So, uh, I I will say that the class thing bothers me to a certain degree because it doesn't solidify anything. It exposes everything though. It exposes everything. We see rich people lose it all every single year. Person that was at the top of the mountain, is drowning in the lake at the bottom of the mountain or the river. So we have to do a better job of getting an understanding of a person and what they stand on before writing a person off or judging a person. Um, I, I, I'm a firm believer in not judging a book by its cover. Uh, when we do that, we either going to, we either miss out on our opportunity or sometimes we make ourselves look like an ass. And I don't think that anybody wants to feel either one of those things. But with our culture, we struggle with this conversation because we make everything about money. And now it's getting to the youth. Now the, now the younger people are like, well, if they ain't got this, if they, I mean, if they ain't making at least 250,000 a year to 500,000, I ain't like, can you even count to 250K to 500K? Like we have to have more standards than that. We do. We really do. And I worry about us in this department because it's a critical thing 
family is very the black family has been destroyed for a very long time i'm not saying there is no black families i'm just saying the structure and foundation that he used to be is is destroyed and there's even competition and classism issues within families successful families families that are doing okay financially and uh, you know people are healthy and have every reason to be happy and there's still all of these different issues that come about um i i do want to say that when we when we judge our men and our women the way that we have been doing we are giving a lot of opportunities for people that have no business in our conversation and our culture uh, a voice and I don't like that I don't like seeing people outside of our culture trying to tell us statistically what we're doing why don't we change those statistics why don't we change the narrative black men and black women like I've said on previous episodes we have a long way to go when it comes to our relationship but one of the ways that we can start to shift to stop having these debates and arguments in public now I know that there's YouTubers out here that need to make money they need to pay bills this is what they want to do for a living but we have to stop having this argument in public Because what we don't realize is that every time we make a TikTok, every time we make a YouTube, every time we make a meme, a post, all of these things that just fit right into the stereotype about us. Somebody is making money off of that content. But you aren't. Your message isn't being published You're not getting a check for your opinion, but somebody will get a check for voicing their opinion about your opinion. So the first thing that we have to do is stop having these public arguments. Uh, One of the second things I think we have to do is we have to reevaluate what's important. Our culture and our young people are obsessed with materialism and money and popularity. None of those things will save your life if you on an operating table and you don't have any health insurance none of those things are going to save you if you need somewhere to live and you need to own a home instead of renting a home none of those things are going to save you if your children need help none of those things are going to save you if the supermarkets and the grocery stores shut down and now You have to grow your own food. We need to focus on what's important. Build together. Whatever he lacks, maybe you can pick up on. Whatever she lacks, maybe you can pick up on. Maybe you can be the left leg and she can be the right leg. This whole money argument, this whole class argument, I know uh, even, even on a political stance, like you have middle class or you have Black people that don't like uh, black conservatives. You have a lot of black conservatives that think they're better than the rest of black people. 
this doesn't help the culture go anywhere. This isn't driving any positivity. This isn't driving any change. We have to do a better job with how we're conducting ourselves. I understand the father and the mother that has raised their children in a great environment and they don't want them dating a thug. But I also understand the mother that has to raise a child in some of the most harsh environments and he still ends up becoming somebody great, respectful, understanding, emotionally intelligent, and he may get a bad look or not um, the benefit of the doubt from a family that didn't raise their children in that. We have to do a better job with understanding what the responsibility is. The responsibility is family. We got to get the black family back together and we have to keep them together and we have to have conversations. And we do that through teaching our young men and our young women how to properly court, how to respect each other and how to respect themselves. Now, at the beginning of this conversation, I talked about the young men, the young women. It's the same thing. You have to carry yourself in a respectful way. I know, yeah, nobody should be catcalling you. Nobody should be touching you. Nobody should be disrespecting you if you say no and no, that's not what I wanted. But we also have to understand the uniforms that we wear. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Dave Chappelle made a, a funny joke about this, but we approach people based off their uniform. Don't believe me? All right. Have a question in Target. Have a question the next time you go to Target and somebody with some khakis and a red shirt walk by. You're going to assume that they work at Target. So I'm going to just leave it at that. We have to wear the uniforms on which we want people to approach us, uh, approach us by. Okay. We have to do that. Now, I understand there's a time and place for everything and women shouldn't be disrespected in the way that they've been disrespected at times. But we also know that there's some people out there that carry themselves in a way where they're inviting it. And I'm not just talking about the way you dress either. It goes it goes further. It's the way you dress, the way you act, what you try to perpetuate, what you try to emulate. But we have to do a better job with how we carry ourselves. We need to teach our young men to be protectors, providers, and to create safe spaces for the women they care about and the children they create. We have to teach women that it's okay for them to be feminine. It's okay for them to be nurturers. And so, and it's okay for them to take care of their man. Cause that's a lot of things. I see a lot of women bashing women or a lot of women going against the grain with the whole, I ain't taking care of no dude. No, taking care of a man is not you doing what he's supposed to do for you on a regular basis. It's doing what he can't do for him because of what he's trying to do for you on a regular basis. There's nothing wrong with cooking and cleaning women. But I think that's even, I don't even think that's explained. So let me explain it to y'all. Cooking for your man is okay. 
And no, you should not have to cook five to seven days a week. You should be able to prepare a meal big enough for at least two or three days at a time. Damn, unless y'all just eating like crazy. When it comes to cleaning, a man should be cleaning up behind himself. But if he so happened to forget because he's tired or he's been busy or he's been dealing with the kids, just go ahead and get him. That's all it is. But as an adult, a functioning adult, men and women should both know how to cook and clean. It's for some reason... There's been this narrative that a dude is supposed to come in and just throw his shoes in the middle of the floor and fill up the sink full of dishes, fart, have a beer and go watch the game. And mom, after she gets off work, is supposed to take care of everything. No, I don't believe in that. I don't even operate my house like that. But that's what it that's what's meaning. That's what is being meant by cooking and cleaning just for the record i just had to say that because i'm tired of this back and forth conversation it shouldn't all be on the woman but yes it should be appreciated when she does it by a man and there's nothing wrong with her doing that and women i'm telling you right now ain't nothing wrong with that all right there's nothing wrong with that so somebody's trying to tell you otherwise they're trying to keep you away from a man or your man so i ain't trying to hear that i'm done with that but the dating aspect um getting more back into that I think that we need to take the time when we're courting and we're dating somebody to really get to understand them, each other, but uh, understand who you're, you're, you're taking out. And we need to stop judging the environments that we go in as far as in what the potential is in the relationship and how special somebody could be. We have to going to Ruth's Chris or now going to pay for $500 dinners and getting flued out and all this other stuff. That's not telling you anything about her. That's not telling you anything about him. You actually need to go somewhere where y'all can do some talking. I mean, you go, you go out to eat, you get full. If you go do a movie after that, there ain't gonna be a whole lot of talking. You, you need to go somewhere where you can talk and, and, and be creative. And that's where the parents come in with how to date. Fathers come in and say, hey, this is where you should take a girl. I took your mother here. Or, you know, mothers can come in and say, you know what? As long as, you know, he takes you somewhere that's going to be fun. You guys are going to get a chance to know each other. Then, yeah, go for it. That's what is supposed to happen. That's that's how it's supposed to go. So coaching the youth and, and, and if you have trouble with this as an adult, learn. Learn different things to do. It's not about, it's not always about going to eat and go to a movie and now you're tired and it's not about, you know, is you going to get some because of how much money you spent? That's, this stuff is just TV and social media and some of this music has really clouded the judgment with these type of conversations. But teach yourself and teach these younger generations that it's okay to like people it's okay to date and and things will be fine. You will have bad dates. You will have great dates. Hopefully you don't have to go on too many because you find somebody great because your parents or your guardians have taught you how to vet people before saying yes or no for a date. But we cannot build a family if we're not taught how to build families. Uh, the older generation, I know y'all like to say, oh, I did the best I could. Well, you still needed some more to do because a lot of us weren't taught things that we've had to learn now. Now, knowing what I know, I know to not let my son make 
not so great decisions that I made when I was a youngster, but I didn't know I, a lot of things. I didn't know any better either. And I come from um, a family, a very, a very familiar family to a lot of black people where it's hard for your parents to accept the fact that your children are old enough to now want boyfriends and girlfriends. We want to stick their faces in education and this, that, and the other. Well, we do all of this stuff to be able to maintain a family. We do the, we go to school, to learn to get you know get an education to hopefully get a decent job and then when we get a decent job we we settle down and we have a family and we provide for our families well we don't know we're not going to know how to raise children we're not going to know how to communicate with our wives or communicate with your husband in these scenarios if we're not taught these things so we have to teach we have to teach sons how to be men how to be fathers how to be husbands and we have to teach women the same thing but vice versa how to be young ladies how to be wives how to be mothers we can't let youtube and tv teach the youth or we're going to continue the generational curses so sit down and teach and you know what I got some good news for older generations, boomers. If you haven't taught your children or you are not sure if you taught your kids how to date, it's never too late to give advice. How's your dating life going? You still have, okay, well, you know, have you tried this or have you tried that? Or, you know, have you tried to show these great qualities about yourself? And I mean, get creative. There's still time to teach your kids things if you notice that they're struggling with the things that you probably failed to teach them there's still time as long as you're here but we have to do a better job with educating our youth on the importance of the dynamics when courting one another just like the dynamics with having friends the dynamics and how we should communicate with each other from us talking to the older generations and the older generations talking to us and then us talking to the generations coming behind us we have to do a better job with sharing this information. Um, so I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to get out of here. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think in the comment section about dating in our culture. Like tell stories. I don't care. Tell how you figured out how to properly date somebody and what mistakes you made and how you've learned from them and things you wish you had known when you were younger you already know what it is this your boy dizzy d spill you've been tuning in to the notion podcast please like please subscribe turn the notifications on at the bell if you're on any of our platforms that's the only way you're gonna get you're gonna see our content so yeah like i said let's keep this conversation going i really really want to hear some some perspective and some points and some stories and some experiences but um, keep the series going. Until next time, peace.